welcome everyone to this first service of the year 2023. Want to just clap hands for yourself. And appreciate God for his goodness towards you. Yesterday and this early hours of the morning during prayer. We spoke about the fact that some of the things that you are not walking in that God has freely given you is because you have not received them. You have never deliberately said, I receive these things and therefore I recognize I have them and I will not have to ask them. When the enemy steals them, when I don't have them within, I know somebody stole them. If a child of God, God gave you peace. When you don't have it, it's not because the Prince of Peace never gave you. It's because you allowed the enemy to steal it or when he gave you you never actually received it. So from now on, what we want to teach ourselves to consciously receive and walk in what we have received. So that any time it's lacking, we don't wonder where it's gone. We don't wonder where it's gone. We know where to fetch it from. Amen. Amen. So we greet you once more in Jesus' name. And if you are visiting us for the first time, we welcome you. Amen. They will welcome you properly. My name is Tabiso Mutep. And my wife's name is Dihedi Lemotep. Lina la musadi wa kaki Dihedi Lemotep. Known as Sister Didi. So, yeah. And we have children, and they also have. Renalebana. They are not called Pastor's child. Renalebana ba ilongo re ba na lema bitu abone. They are Buikanyo Tiamo and Letlotlo. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, yeah. God is good. Hallelujah. I wanted to tell you what the things that we did at the retreat. At the retreat, we did so many things. We had a spiritual retreat for three days. We, we slept there. We fasted. Hey! Yeah, we fellowshiped. We spoke about the disciplines. Spiritual disciplines. Uh, spiritual disciplines. Silence, solitude, fasting, prayer, worship. 
authority of the, the believer, the position, the name, and the blood, and the word of God. We spoke about the dark night of the soul. That sometimes every Christian, even if you are doing good, you will go through a time where you feel depressed and you feel like I'd rather die. Where you don't want to go to church, you don't feel like praying, you don't feel anything. And one of the the words that were used by one of the characters in the Bible, or the phrase is, I have heard enough. He says, I have heard enough, I want to die. During the dark night of the soul, people are attacked by suicidal thoughts. And because we don't believe that these things can happen to Christians, and yet it happened to them in the Bible, others came to when they questioned their faith. And when you question your faith, it's not a wrong thing, it's not a bad Thing. is the fact that next time you to trust in the sovereignty of God that God holds you in the palm of his hand despite the contrary circumstances in your life that when you trust him he will ensure that you don't sink with the ship the, the ship will shipwreck. But the law of life in the spirit will see you into the, 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 the island of Malta. And in the island of Malta, it is around, surrounded by seawater. The ship that brings you to Malta is wrecked. You look around, you don't have a sense of direction, you can't see where you came from, you can't see where you're going, you don't see another ship that is coming to rest And when you are shivering, because you spent a night in water, icy water, a snake. A poisonous snake. A snake that is known that when it wraps itself around the person, that person is said to be cursed. That person will just fall and die. And the Bible says the inhabitants of this forsaken land, they look and they say, this one must be very bad-blooded. He's cursed. But the law of life in the spirit, because you are not from earth, 
You are from above. You are born of God. You have the life of God. You have the power of the living God. The Bible says when they looked at Paul. He just shook off the snake. In a forsaken land somewhere. Surrounded by water. Where he cannot know what's the next thing. He shook off the devil off. And they looked whether he will die. And when he did not die. They said the gods. Are with us. Because. The one who is born of God. The one who has God. The one about whom it is said. Greater is he. That is in him. Than the one in the world was in their midst. The one filled with Emmanuel. Last week we spoke. Emmanuel. Jesus in me. God with us. Yeah, you see, when they say their gods are here, they were not lying. The gods, you know. Okay, yeah, maybe. Amen. Are you following? Ah, look at you. You are sitting there. You don't even see that when people look at you, when you walk in who you truly are, God gods are with us. That is why when you go home, and they say, this is a testimony that I know for a fact, that when I would go at home, and they had not been sleeping, because stayed in a mkuku. They said things are moving. But when you are around, Hallelujah. The point is, you better know that there are circumstances that are waiting for he who has God in him. And if you truly believe in Christ, when you come, without pride, without arrogance, you will just see others won't tell you. Amen. Because what you carry disturbs what they carry. I'm not there. Hallelujah. I was just saying these things. So that after I said what I'm saying, I'm going to say now. You don't think I have anything against you and your New Year's resolutions. 
So I'm aware that there are people who go to church first Sunday, second Sunday. As a religious thing. Amen. Others today are looking Facebook wherever for the first time. Like, but, let me just hear what they are saying. Life is a gift from God. I want you to remember that. And staying alive is the grace of God. But when the time of death comes, you'll face the judgment of God. Amen. So today I want to speak from the book of Hebrews 13. It's, it's not really a topic, but that's where the, the topic comes from. It says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Amen. So I don't want to instruct you on obeying leaders this morning. I just want you to understand that they watch over you. And they have to give account. So because you have come to hear what are we saying on the first Sunday. I don't want to lie to you and say, wow, this is the year of what? Skyrocketing. I don't know. What I don't know how you relate with the devil. I don't know how you relate with Jesus. So I can't promise you stuff. But I want to speak as one who watches over yourself. And one who will one day have to account. I want to be able to speak like Paul. And say, I am innocent of all men's blood. I have not withheld from you the truth of the word of God. So if I'm not doing it for you, I'm doing it for myself. And if it does not sit well, just know I'm watching over you. So in Genesis chapter 1, Chapter 2, it says, verse 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. A man had life imparted, but a man also had the qualities of a person that is a soul. The Bible says animals have the breath of life. But they don't have the attributes of the person of God. But because when a God has put his mind, his life, his emotions, his intellect, his creativity in you. 
You have a soul. You are a living soul. You are not just moving around. You don't just turn. When you have to turn, you engage your ability to think about turning. You think about the things you do. You are touched by the things that happen around you. You are a living soul. You are not an existing breath of life. Amen. Amen. So that's what God did. And God said, I don't want this soul to die. He says to Adam, when you eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, I created you as a living soul. I don't want you to be a dead soul. Are you still there? Amen. So God says, because I've created people like that, I want those who lead them to watch over that reality. That when people come to church, pastors don't fleece them of their money. They must watch over their and people don't like it when we watch over their souls. Let's see if you would like it. We're just gonna read, ne? time is there. I don't. I'm not gonna be harsh. I'm just gonna read the Bible. Today. Anyway, I'm never harsh myself. I'm reading in Luke chapter 12. Verse 13, I agree you can see it. So someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Watch, who must do the watching out? Yourself, right? You who has made great resolutions this year, that I want to make lots of money, when, I want to do when this, I, did, I, I did want to do this, this away did. from God. The Bible says you are a fool. Doesn't God want you to have money? He wants you to have money. Does God want you to be blessed? Yes. But God has no intention of anyone getting blessed without him blessing him. God recognizes a blessing only if it comes from him. Are you there, saints? So this guy basically says, I will bless myself. I was part of a church somewhere. And there was this guy who seemed mentally disturbed. So he would come to the office when we are having a meeting and praying. And one day, one of the ladies... As we were praying, this guy came. He came, he started disturbing and, and then he wanted to leave. So we say, no, don't leave. You see the way this door is open. He stood outside and say, I'm leaving. And say, we say, don't leave. And the sister said, 
God bless you. And then And he reversed us. And then No, I'll bless myself. no, Now I see the point is. When you bless yourself, you can't sustain it. So here's what this guy says. The Bible says, The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he says, This is what I will do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there... I will store my surplus grain and I will say to myself, another version says, I will say to my soul, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Take life what? What must you do? Eat, drink, and be merry as some of you have some of you have resolved that you see this year, hey, but, but, this year, but, this year, I'm going, going to rock it. This year, I want to borrow reiki this time. I don't want to borrow reiki. After that, 360 other days. I'm going to take a tick box from there. I get what does he say to his soul? Eat, jaya, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your soul, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. So if, if I may tell you something, we watch over souls. Because the Bible says, souls may be demanded even before they are ready. So I'm here to say to you, don't make resolutions that will leave your soul not ready for when it's demanded. About a week ago, a very painful incident happened in A very sad incident happened in their country. In this country. Other people were sitting in their homes. They were eating. They were drinking. Others were walking in the streets. They were minding their own business. They were having ideas of what they are going to do where they were going. Others who God was speaking to them in that moment speaking to them about their soul. God saying to them yesterday I spoke to you. I sent someone to tell you today now is the day of salvation. Spare your soul. And they said no. Somebody writes a song. He says, Jesus said, Here I stand. Won't you please let me in? And you say, I will. 
But not now. Not today. But tomorrow. But what they did not know is that somebody else lost their navigation. Because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 4. Corinthians the people of this world, those who are refusing Jesus, those who don't want to be born again, the devil has blinded their eyes. We are trying to watch over their souls. People again, again and they walk around. They don't know that one somebody has lost navigation. But they didn't just lose navigation. It was with a gas tanker. Another thing was so painful to see. To know that you could be minding your own business. Enjoying the flesh. And suddenly there's an explosion. And your house is not able to protect you. Let's move on. I'm just saying to you, I'm telling you so that you know, I'm trying to watch over your soul. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Maybe the other question we are asking is, how for first Sunday, second Sunday? What are you exchanging your soul for? Me, I'm just trying to watch over. That foolishness does not overtake your heart. Let's read in Romans 8. chapter 8. I Yes. From verse 5, it says, For those who live according to the flesh, I give you a hearing. Those who live according to what? People are watching us now. Some are here and they're saying, I, I, I was visiting my sister, I decided to go to church. But when I got out of this place, this is wasting my time. I may seem like I'm wasting your time now, but I'm watching over your soul. I'm trying to ensure that the flesh that you are going to try and take care of does not take you out. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. It is what? But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. Another version says is enmity. To God. 
For it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If in fact the spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. I'm warning someone. You see, you have come to church. Wherever you may be, you are watching, you are, you are attending another service, you are at church. You know why you are at church. You think because your brother or your sister invited you. Here's what the Bible says. It is God who works in you to will and to act. God is drawing you to himself so that your soul may be spared. But you are sitting here entertaining the flesh. You say, I, I was in church. Let me tell you, even if you were here, you chose still to be God's enemy. You chose still to be hostile. God says, I've sent my son Jesus to save you, to reconcile you with me. Won't you become my child? Won't you become my own? And you say, no, Lord. Amen. Be warned. When you live here, you may have had your last warning. But at least I want you to live. When you live here, live knowing that I chose hostility against God. I chose to sell my soul short. Because that pastor did say today God watches over your soul. I am watching over your soul. Take responsibility and watch over your soul and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and let the resolution be if I live from this moment onwards I live for Christ if I die I belong to him my soul is his but I cannot uproot foolishness out of your heart. I can only tell you. Souls are going to be demanded. It might just be yours. Are you still there, Bazano? Are you okay? Can I just read another portion of scripture? Is that still fine? Listen, you who are born again. What the Bible says in, in Ephesians by Epheso. And if you are not born again, you How must think of these people that are being spoken about and realize that where they are is not where you are. But where you are is where they had been and decided to watch over their souls. Says, and you were dead in your trespasses. Are you there? And you were what? 
dead in your trespasses and sins in you in which you once walked following the course of this world yeah, they are busy advertising things you want to go go following the prince of the power of the air are you hearing what he's saying when you are following the bumnandi of the world, Satan, the prince of the air, was like, Satan, and you were saying, Bazalan Babor, no problem. The spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, you are given a label, you are told you are what? Son of disobedience. When you don't want to hear the gospel, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, Lorna were like you, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, I want you to hear. God, watch, God is watching over. Because God is rich in mercy to want you. Hey, backslider. Hey, unbeliever. Hey, hater of God. Hey, sinner. Hey, you who ridicule Jesus. God is rich in mercy towards you. Even if you hate him. Are you still there? But God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us. He raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ. Oh, Father, I thank you. Therefore, remember you who are sitting here and are saying you are born again. That at one time you Gentiles in the flesh, but each other, called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision that is the Jews, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember, Mzalwan, child of God, remember, the Bible says, you must remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope Having no hope and what? What does it say? Having no hope and what? Without God in the world. You may have come You may have been watching. You know all these clips about God. But you are hostile towards God. And the things you are planning for tomorrow. Because God is not in them. You have no hope. You are without God in the world. Are you still there? Who wants to run home now? Me, I still want to be here. 
But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall. Who got the dividing wall of what? Of hostility. By abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two. So making peace and, and, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross. Thereby killing the hostility. God does not want you to be hostile towards him. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with saints and members of the household of God. So here's where we are lending this. Is it to someone I sound like a guy who's renting and talking? It's okay because it will sound like foolishness to the one who's going to perish after hearing it. But to the one who's going to hear it, it is the power of God. It is the love and the wisdom of God to rescue your soul. So souls can be destroyed. Souls can be demanded. But here's the beauty of it. Souls can also be saved. Because God has great love. So for those of us who have made, I've said in the past, it's not about making resolutions of the new year. It's about repenting from the things that you were not supposed to do. Even if you make resolutions, Bazalan, here's what I've written for you. Resolutions made outside the perfect work of the cross of Jesus, are useless for the eternity of your soul. Amen. You can succeed in what you went, go, go out to do this year. But if it is not the will of God, if it is not what God created you to be, you are a successful failure. In all eternity, you will still end up in hell. Despite having got that deal, having got that girl, that guy, having got that tender, you will still die and go to hell. Shall we stand up? But here are the good news. You were given faith, isn't it? Is it there? That last scripture, we want that last scripture that we all can read together. Let's put that last scripture. First Peter 1, 9. When you are here today, and you have heard the word of God, it doesn't matter when you heard it. The Bible says that faith has an intended end. Faith is a gift from God. The Bible says God gave you a measure of faith. 
asifundeni futi. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now let's personalize it. For I am receiving the end result of my faith, the salvation of my soul. We good? You do realize why we watch over your soul? Because God has given. The reason you are in church is because there's a measure of what? Faith. Yo, I have faith this year. I'm going to get that car. Forget about the car first. Have you received the intention of that faith? The intention of that faith is the salvation of your soul. Oh, to, we see this week. I'm going to walk by faith. Hey, to what end? So I want to call someone who understands why they are here in church today. Why that little faith brought you here to church today? When you were interpreting the faith, you were thinking, I'm visiting. Yeah, but God wanted to heal you of the hostility against him. God wanted to heal you against the enmity against him. God wanted to save you against the self-destruction you have already planned when you live. So he put that little faith in you to say, normally I don't go to church. But today, Faith has brought you here. Why? For the salvation of you. And if you live here, may God help you. I trust that that faith will still be able to sustain you for another chance. So if you are here, and you say, I realize it's not by chance. I didn't realize that why I, was, I decided to go to church. Even those that are watching must realize that it's not by chance they decided to watch today. We want you to receive the end result of your the salvation of your soul. Today. So if you are here, you say, I want to be born again. I want my soul to be saved. I don't want to go out of this place. Having decided to reject that great grace I was given. If you are here, I want to just lift your hand. If you say, I want to be born again. Amen. What are we trying to do now? Watching over you. 
But he does not want you to exclude him in your pursuit of riches. God wants you to be academically excellent, rich, doctorate, all these things. But he does not want the knowledge of the world to pervert the knowledge of him in your life. He doesn't want you to be too clever and too smart for him. He wants you to be filled with wisdom like Daniel. So, want to just pray with me? And say, Father, Father, I thank you. I thank you that when you made me, that when you made me, I became a living soul. I became a living soul. But under the deception of the devil, the devil but under the deception of the devil, I was lost. I was lost. Dead in my sins and transgression. Dead in my sins and transgression. But oh, what mercy! Oh, what mercy! What love! love. What grace! <laughs> that you send your son Jesus. That you send your son Jesus to die for me. To die for me. And remove the hostility. And remove the hostility. And remove the enmity. And remove the enmity. between you and me. And reconcile us, reconcile us that today, that today I can joyfully say, I, can joyfully say I, am a child of God. I am a child of God. I am at peace with God. I'm at peace with God. I stand righteous before God. I stand righteous before God. Father, I pray. Father, I pray that my dreams that my dreams my aspirations my aspirations my ambitions my ambitions will not lead me will not lead me far from your purposes far from your purposes but because your will is perfect but because your will is perfect your thoughts about me your thoughts about me far exceeds anything I can plan for myself. I can plan for myself. May my ambitions, may my ambitions, my pursuits, my pursuits, and aspirations, and aspirations line up, line up with your perfect will, with your perfect will for my life. For my life. I go level where you are. I go just. I go level and that area I level. I can live with solaches. I level about. I never how me how hello ya how. Isafeli <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. Relevo atito zahau mapilongarona puluko lidi chonolo fato zeure sakangaribona na guayo santere fufarizo gemo itlotisha kama pilarona santere khetile ho itlotisha ho beha se chusolong sari taba taba lo zarona le merero ya rona kalebisola chis.